Hey dudes, this is Michael, one of the co-hosts of Two Dudes in the Nest, the show you're about to listen to. If you are a first-time listener and you've picked one of these older episodes to listen to, maybe because it's one of your favorite games on the NES, I don't blame you. However, I just want to warn you that uh, this is, some of these episodes are three, four, maybe five years old. And this is before we got new audio equipment. This is really before we even knew what we were doing. But we... You know, we want to leave them on the feed as long as we can because we want to have plenty of episodes for people to listen to. I just want to give a fair bit of warning before we get started. If you're an older listener and you're going back to listen to an episode again, uh, you may hear something new because right before the episode starts here, we're going to have an advertisement, which is probably not what you heard the first time through. But now we started doing ads in our shows, so we're going to have an ad here. Anyways, I hope you enjoy. And if you do enjoy, please subscribe to the podcast and listen to as many episodes as you can. It always helps us out. And tell a friend, too. That'd be nice. Enjoy the show. Hey, Justin. What's up, man? How much wood would a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? I don't know, about seven? Uh, that seems like a fair estimate, but uh, the, the answer is, according to uh, Wikipedia, uh, a woodchuck would chuck as much wood as a woodchuck could chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood. What's Wikipedia? I never heard of that. Yeah, me neither. So, uh, welcome listeners to another fine edition of Two Dudes and a Ness. We are here to discuss Super C, which uh, if you've never played Super C, it's actually the sequel to what game, Justin? Uh, Normal C. Normal C. (laughs) Fantastic. Well, let's move on with the show. So, uh, as always, we're going to talk about the game. Uh, Talk about a few different things. Uh, we covered Contra before with, uh, I don't know if you remember that guy, Nick Stevens. Yeah. Ah, I told him to take off once. He didn't listen. Yeah. What a hose head. Definitely. But, uh, yeah, so we talked about Contra and, uh, de- definitely one of our favorite games. So we figured, well, why don't we cover the sequel, uh, Super C. Wasn't, and- a, wasn't that a Patreon pick? Uh, you know what? Super C was a Patreon pick uh, from one of our special listeners. His name is actually, uh, let me look it up here. I, I forgot it. I think it's uh, D-Rick uh, Smithum? Samanthema? Is it? Maybe it's Derek Samanthema? That sounds about right. Yeah, we'll go with that. Okay. All right, so it's Derek Samanthema. Uh, so... So Derek uh, picked, picked this game. He wanted us to play Super C on the show, and, uh, you know, we, we couldn't say no. So uh, why don't we move on to learn more about the game from Mr. Justin? All right. Super Contra was a game developed by Konami, and it was released in the arcade. 
It was designed by Hideki Shimoto, and the composers were Kishimoto and Matsuda Furukawa. And it was released for the Nintendo in 1990. And this is a run-and-gun game. Um, yeah, so you shoot things and they die. Okay. Yeah. And sounds uh, about right. There's bosses and you shoot them and they die. And uh, you get power-ups from from these blimps, and you get those, and you can shoot things and they die with the power-ups. You know, this sounds fascinating. Reminds me of my childhood. Your childhood. Yeah, at that time, well, I was playing it one time, and then I had to pull a Carl, and uh, Crabman was there, and uh, he pulled a Carl too. But there was only two places to pull a Carl, so couldn't quite get anywhere else with it. That's a sticky. <laughs> That's a sticky situation to be in right there. That is sticky. But yeah, so there's all these you know guys who worked on this game that um, I pronounced and completely nailed it. Yeah, totally. Yeah, totally nailed. Snailed it. Uh, yeah. Genesis gems thing. That's a well, the germs. Yeah, we can't talk yeah, about them here. Genesis germs. But um, yeah. So this isn't from the Wikipedia page. I, I never read from that. Uh, but there are version differences according to uh, Wikipedia. I mean um, the internet. And uh, there's two versions of Super Contra from the arcade game. There's an English version. And there was another version that I don't feel like reading the rest of the paragraph. So yeah. Why, why don't I uh, read read that for you? I think oh, there was a. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to go from memory here. I think they're over in uh, Europe. Uh, I think it was Margaret Thatcher. Uh, she uh, she didn't want uh, There were certain words that were banned in the UK and, and elsewhere. And uh, for some reason, uh, Contra uh, was one of them. Or maybe that was a, maybe that was Ninja Gaiden. They had to change that name. Maybe, maybe that was it. Uh, but, uh, you know, I think with Super Contra, uh, I think the problem was and we discussed this the last time we talked about Contra. The Contra Iran affair, uh, there was kind of a top secret operation going on uh, when Reagan was president, and uh, it leaked out, and uh, we got egg on our face. So basically, it was a it was a big giant deal, and so uh, Konami decided to change the name to Super C when the game hit the the NES, and uh, that that's kind of where we yeah. are now. And, and the funny thing about egg on your face that I'm learning from medical school is when you have egg on your face, it actually lowers the bad levels of your pancreas. And then whenever you have more egg on your face and on your arm, it can actually help heal the skin of your pancreas. So it's a good pancreas uh, kind of thing we're having there. Oh, so. that's, that's good to know, Justin. Okay. Just want to make sure everyone got that. Um, so, hey, I have, I have some quizzes for you, or just one quiz. Fire away. Some quiz eye. Is that how you say that plural? Quizzes, yeah. quiz eye? Okay. Quiz eyes, quiz nose. Okay. Well, if, you, quiz if you were actually listening to me ramble earlier, you would get this answer. What year did the arcade version come out? Uh, 1988. Nailed it. All right. What is the name of the evil organization the guys were fighting? Uh, let me think. Um... Maybe it was the the Nazis. Close Red Falcon organization. Ah, oh, space Nazis. That's right. <laughs> and what are the name of the characters? Uh, Bill S. Preston <laughs> and uh, Theodore Logan Esquire. That's close, but you're incorrect. 
Ah. So, uh, well, you're the winner because our other guest didn't show up. I think he pulled a Carl. Yeah. Okay. That sounds about right. Yeah. Maybe his name was Carl. I can't remember. Yeah. But he pulled it one way or another. Did you hear we're trying to get pull a Carl on Urban Dictionary? Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. Maybe uh, someone should tell uh, tell us how to do that because uh, we have no idea. Yeah, maybe we can put it on Patreon and take everyone's money so we can do that. What do you think? We're getting a lot of money that way anyways. I don't have any comment on that. <laughs> Just kidding. Anyways. No, no you're not. <laughs> you're a terrible person. I am a terrible person. Okay. So yeah, those are my tidbits and historical Wikipedia, I mean historical trivia. So, or historical tidbits and Wikipedia tri- historical tidbits and trivia. Not Wikipedia. Well, not, not Wikipedia. Not, not Wikipedia at all. Uh, the, okay, I mean, that sounds was, the same. Uh, tidbits and trivia, Wikipedia, that kind of sounds the same, but... Kind of all runs together, it's alright. Yeah, yeah. We'll just edit this out. That's right, we'll edit it out. Alright, so I, I think, you know, I, I went ahead and looked at the manual. And uh, the name of the main characters is actually Corporal Lance, codename Scorpion, and uh, Sergeant Bilko, uh, codename uh, Mad Dog. Mad Dog. Mad Dog. Mad Dog. That's right. And, uh, you know, before we get any further, uh, I think it's time for... Yeah, Michael, how'd you find this cart? Oh, that's right. Michael. Well, you are uh, Michael, so you need to find the cart. Quest, Michael's quest to find the cart. That's right. All right. So if you want to know the, the, the true story, uh, so basically uh, there was this golden ticket uh, that everyone was trying to get when I was a kid and uh, got some special candy and uh, un- unwrapped it. And, uh, you know, uh, sometimes you get special candy and uh, sometimes there's a golden ticket inside. Okay, and it just so happened that me and these uh, these other kids uh, got this golden ticket. What that means is that, well, uh, it, it means that you get to go to uh, this special place where they have candy as far as the eye can see, and there's like chocolate fountains, and uh, there's these things called Oompa Loompas. Have you ever seen Oompa Loompa, Justin? I have. And, uh, yeah, so Oompa Loompas, and there's a man named Willy Wonka. Well, anyways, how that relates to Super C is that, uh, you know, I, I finally got to meet Mr. Wonka uh, after facing a bunch of trials. Uh, and uh, I got to meet Mr. Wonka, and he said, well, what's the, what's the one thing you, you really want in life? And, and I told him, well, I'd like a copy of Super C for the Nintendo Entertainment System. And he said, is that really what you want? Is that, honestly, in your heart of hearts, is that truly what you want deep down inside? And I said, yes. Wow. That that, that was pretty deep, man. I, I know. It's from the heart. That's deep. It's real deep. Uh, Did anyone pull a Carl while you were there? Yeah, someone pulled a Carl, okay, okay. and uh, they're not really alive to talk about it anymore. So okay, I, okay. I don't better just leave that alone. Okay. But uh, that... Everything I just said was completely fake and false. Um, I actually got this cart uh, about ten years ago. I mean, I, I used to rent it uh, from the the Pick a Flick, and uh, oh, the Pick a Flick, yeah, yeah, Loudon, uh, where I grew up. So there was, you know, Pick a Flick. I went, I went over to this Pick a Flick, and you know, the guy knows me. I think we mentioned this before, and uh, he'd just be like, two, 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 
And I go in there, and sure enough, he's like, two, 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 two. And uh, I'm like, that's me. And, uh, you know, I walked over, and I picked up that copy of Super C. It looked like a mighty fine Contra-looking game. You know, it had the Konami logo on it. And uh, Gotta love that silver box. That silver box, man. I tell you what, uh, that's amazing stuff. Uh, so, you know, I got I got the cart. I uh, brought it home. And, uh, you know, I, I had to fight the urge to not return it. Uh, even though, you know, my, my parents would get charged for it. But, uh, you know, I fought that urge, and I returned it. And then, you know what? Ten years ago, it showed up at the, the Sweetwater Flea Market, uh, which is about southwest of here. Uh, you just head down over on 75, and you'll get there eventually. And uh, you know what? They had it over at the Sweetwater Flea Market, and it was only $10. And that's a pretty amazing deal. Did you end up getting a corn dog while you are there? Oh, man, I got three corn dogs. Did you put mustard or ketchup on it? I'm not even going to dignify that with a response. Well, if you put ketchup on it, that's kind of like for little kids. It kind of ruins the dog. Um, I'm all about that's, mustard. And mustard's yeah. actually a, it's a natural derivative from a mustard seed. If you don't know what a mustard seed, it's a real tiny seed that comes from mustard. That it actually makes mustard. And then when you put it in your mouth, it tastes good. So, so all that health stuff and medical stuff. So, yeah. Can you tell us the, the medical properties of mustard seeds? Um... MUS, which is part of the chemical uh, table thing with all the uh, different letters, and you know, MUS is mustard, and then uh, TARD, which I won't go into that um, because it sounds funny. It sounds like turd. Mustard. <laughs> but it's like it's like <laughs> pulling a carl, you know. Absolutely. Yeah, mustard pulling a carl. That could that could kind of be like a synonym on Urban Dictionary if they have a like a thesaurus, right. like a urban like a earthosaurus. Yeah. So they pretty urban, right? We're pretty urban. Hip. Yeah, we're, we're, we're pretty yeah, urban. We're, hip, we're cool. Cool, pretty, man. Cool, man. Hey, 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 dog, shut up. Is that train going <laughs> by? Is that train going by in your... Okay. All right. So, yeah. Okay, where were we? Yeah. All right, yep. Some memories. So, so. You were talking about pick-a-flick earlier. That's uh, that's kind of a thing we used to do. you sitting back in class. You kind of pick it and flick it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I kind of yeah. did that too. Yeah. But uh, you know, yeah, I, I rented this game from Pick a Flick a few times. It uh, definitely was a weekend staple for myself. Uh, I like playing it a lot. But uh, it, I don't know. I, I played the first one a whole lot. This one was always kind of there. When the when the first one wasn't there, I'd just pick this one up because the first one wasn't there. Did you pick the first one up and flick it? I tried to flick it, but it's just kind of hard to flick a whole cartridge like that. Yeah, it's kind of tough. Yeah. Especially because you can't fit the whole thing inside your nose. Yeah, and if you, man, that would be that'd be hard. I once saw someone on uh, I think it was uh, was it National Geographic? Probably. I think it was National Geographic. Yeah, I think I think some guy he stuck a very large object inside his nose, and it kind of reminded me of a, an NES game. It was oh, okay. kind of a weird shape. Yeah. Did you try to blow on it before you put it in the nose? Get all that get all that dust out of there. Oh yeah, because you you don't want. You don't want dust in your nose. That's terrible. Yeah, that's terrible. Especially that's something that the Genesis germs would do. Yeah, germs. So. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, but yeah, I had a lot of good memories of this game. It was fun. What kind of memories did you have, Justin? Just a lot of shooting and killing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Is that stuff you do in your spare time? I try to when I'm not picking and flicking. But yeah. but yeah, this one was fun. It had a little bit of a different variety. Uh, you don't have the quote-unquote 3d levels it's more of that top down uh like the second level you get the top down stuff which is pretty cool 
Uh, I, didn't, I didn't really like it at first, but it, it kind of grows on you like a fungus. It does, like a like a pick and flick fungus, but um, it kind of limits how far you can shoot. If you notice that, I was able to actually go through the level, and if there's someone behind me, I kind of knew the distance. So if they're shooting at me, I could kind of scoot up a little bit, and I knew the bullets would drop. So. And I, I noticed, uh, I read on uh, notwikipedia.com, uh, I read on there that uh, the Super Contra in the arcade, you could actually jump on the overhead stages. Oh. Is that correct? It probably is, if, if that Wikipedia didn't. If Wikipedia says it, it's probably not correct. Well, so, yeah. yeah. We don't we, rely on that. No, we, we use mobile games like uh, the germs do. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. But how how did you feel about the uh, the, the main, I guess the, the meat and potatoes of the game? How did you feel about the, the side-scrolling stages? Did you feel like overall they were on par with what you played on the original? Oh, yeah. And so the first stage even throws a little kind of a new thing with the inclines. I know like when you oh, duck, yeah. when you duck... When you're not on an incline, you lay down. But when you're on an incline, you're on, kind of on your knees a little bit and you're shooting. So that kind of added a little bit to the game. Uh, the bombs coming down, that was a little tough on the first stage. but uh, Yeah, dodging those time bombs a little tricky. Yeah, but you can get over those. Yeah, but it's it's pretty good. It's like a it's like a good pot roast on a Sunday afternoon. Yeah, just, you know, kicking your feet back on the porch. Yeah. Playing a banjo. Yeah, and it's one of those games where I really don't like to pull a Carl on if I don't have to. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you hit start. Sometimes the Nintendo comes back. It's pixel flickering and you know, pick and flick pixels, things like that. So I try, I try not to try not to pull Carl's in this game. You know, maybe if we had more Patreon money, we could make sure we bought an NES that actually worked. Yeah, so like the, the Patreon money actually helps us not get on Wikipedia, so we don't have to read the stuff off there. That's right. We can actually go. Maybe we could ask Aaron. Maybe we could hire him full time. Yeah, if like it's like twenty dollars a month. We could get our own Aaron and be like, ask Aaron part two. Twenty dollars right. a month, so y'all check our Patreon out for that. Yeah, I mean, just uh, take a look at it. We'll, we've got some, we got various options. Uh, we'll, we'll put uh, an asker and uh, maybe it's a asker and mock two. Mock two, okay. Is what we're kind of going for. Yeah, I think that sounds good. Fantastic. Well, back to the game. Uh, yeah, it, you know what? Playing this game, uh, it, it, it did feel a bit like the original Contra. But, uh, you know, it was different enough to where it felt like a sequel. Um, yeah. You notice that they changed the weapons up a bit. A little bit. Where, yeah, just a little bit. Like, uh, I, I like that the first thing that happens is you, you grab that machine gun, and then it's like you, you get the R power, which I guess is like rapid reload. Uh, so you grab that one, and then uh, you, like, I think with other weapons, you can shoot them even faster. I think that's what it does. Yeah. And then, of course, my personal favorite, the spreader gun. Kind of looks like you're shooting red bubbles now instead of the, the red tomatoes in the first one. Uh, yeah, I mean, that comes in handy. I mean, I don't know. I kind of like having a, a gun that shoots tomatoes. I did too. It kind of reminds me of one of my favorite childhood memories. Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. Yeah, I mean, that actually happened. That was based on my, my, my life. Yeah. So. Well, I heard that all started at Pick and Flick. Yeah, it, it did happen okay. in Pick and pick Flick. So. Okay. I, I remember eat, eating a corn dog and watching that movie. It was pretty good. Yeah, man. Yeah, good stuff with mustard, no ketchup. Because yeah, no well, that's the thing; those tomatoes they make the ketchup. That's why I don't like ketchup on my dogs. Because so, it, it scares me. Ketchup comes from tomatoes. Well, the, only the killer tomatoes, because ketchup's oh. bad. Ketchup's bad in hot dogs. So. You know, there's a, 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 a NES game based on the killer tomatoes, based on my life. Something about the princess. princess oh tomato. no, that's Princess Tomato. Yeah, you know, we covered that game. It was garbage. Yeah, it was garbage. 
not not just good, just garbage. But just yeah, totally not a gem. Just no, garbage. not a gem, not a gem. Yeah. So how do you like this game compared to the to the arcade version? I personally like the NES versions better. I, I always thought uh, the I always thought the arcade games looked a little goofy when they flipped. There was yes. I, I like the NES version because they're like in a little ball when they flip. I don't know. You, you like it, that? No, I, I'm I'm on the same page. Uh, you know, even though it defies the laws of physics, I mean, you as a medical professional, uh, you, you probably know that a, a regular human being can't bend their spine in the way they do well, yeah, on, on NES. But I mean, that that's the way to be. I mean, you kind of want to be like uh, Samus, uh, Arian on uh, on Metroid, and you know, you want to be able to jump into a little ball. And I mean, you look at the you look at Super C. Uh, in the arcade, Super Contra, and I mean they're jumping around all hibbly bibbly, and uh, you know you notice how like they're doing these weird flips and things in the air, and it just it does not look natural. It does not look right. Now, and from my medical standpoint, you're right. And then from your engineering expertise, that can't be the physics of that and the mathematical equationaries of that can't be right. Well, I actually just changed my major. It's actually uh, I'm majoring in uh, waste extraction. Oh, okay. So like, yeah, I'm just like, like waste it, it's all that obsession with pulling a car. I yeah. got you into that. Okay. okay. Yeah, I mean that that's where it started. So I just, you know, I think I've got a a bright future ahead of me. That's true. Maybe you can learn more about that blast processing. Those germs are always talking about. That's right. Okay. Blast processing is the best thing that ever happened. That's not right. Uh, no, it's not right. I'm I'm totally kidding because that's a Genesis thing and they yeah. can take off. Yeah, they can take off. I'm, I'm a Nintendo guy. So, I'm not really? a Sega boy. Not a Sega boy. Don't ask Aaron because he don't know anything. No, he doesn't know a lick. No. And Nick Nick thinks he's funny with them stupid jokes, but that, those jokes are like for a two-year-old. No, I mean, those jokes write themselves. That's right. So. Terrible. 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 I wouldn't spend any Patreon money on that kind of stuff. Okay. Spend your Patreon bucks on us. That's right. And you get more quality episodes like this. That's right. And maybe we can get uh, we could get Justin an even better mic. That's right. My mic's it needs a little bit better. So, but anyways, you can't hear all that feedback anyways. So, but um, yeah. So Contra, it's fun, man. I uh, I had to use the cheat code a lot. Um, it's definitely not the same as that old Konami code. That oh, up it's up. It's not that up up down down left right left right. No, this QA start. QA start. ABC. This BA one's a, start. BA start. This one's actually right, left, down, up, AB, then start for one player. And if you want to do that for two players, you got to make sure you move that little cursor thingy down to the two-player area and then do the I, same code. And I apologize to our, our dyslexic listeners, but this kind of feels like the dyslexic version of the original Konami code. What do you think? I think so. I mean, yeah. from my medical standpoint, I would agree. Yeah, I okay. think so. I mean, it's kind of, it, you know, it's kind of got the the feel of the original code, but they had to go and change it up and make make it all goofy. I mean, like I had to look it up because I couldn't remember it from from memory when I was a kid. I just remember sitting at the title screen and being so disappointed because you know I've never beaten this game without cheats. I never beat the original. I'm just not that good. Yeah, exactly. I don't even know how to play video games half the time, so. Well, that's what I thought too. You know, we do this podcast. I mean, what's the and, controller? Yeah, you know, we talk about them. What, why do we need to play them for? No, just you know what? I, most of the time, most of the time, we pick a game, and I've never even heard of it. Of me either. And I, you know, that that Wikipedia. I mean, that that one thing we do where we read off. I mean, we we already know the information, so you know. Yeah, 
Yeah, so we're good. Yeah. Yeah. No, we're good. But, uh, you know, right, left, down, up. Right, left, down, up. A, B, start. That just, uh, it just don't make a lick of sense. It's nah, just no, great. It doesn't. Well, uh, you know what, Justin? Let's go on and uh, go ahead and move on to, did we have a high score challenge? I don't, I don't think so. It wasn't on that Facebook page. No, I didn't didn't post anything up on the Facebook page. I think okay. I forgot, forgot to do that. That's all right. I forget a lot of things. That's all right. Yeah. It, you, even though it said in the Patreon, we'll, we'll be okay. We still got yeah. that money. You yeah. know, it was kind of, it was laid out in the Patreon that we'd always do high score challenge, but, uh, you know, we kind of forgot about that. Yeah, that's all right. So, yeah. So, right. We'll, we'll just, every, everyone wins. That's right. Okay, so let's talk about the graphics a little bit. Graphics, yeah. So, I, I, I enjoyed, especially that first stage where you the kind of the lightning's going, and you can kind of little, see a little, little bit of red in the sky, and things are flashing, and a little bit more fancy than the first one, I would say. Yeah, I would say it's a little more fancy. Uh, like, here's your last chance. What was it? What's that song from Reba McIntyre? Uh, here's your last chance. <laughs> here's your last chance, fancy. Don't let me down. Yeah, I think I think you got it. That's right. Oh, Reba. I ran that TV show. I love that TV show with, uh, yeah, with Reba. Reba. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's called Reba. Yeah, it was fantastic. fantastic. All right, sorry. Back back to what you were saying about the uh, the first level. Yeah, so in, enjoyed that. So, had some pretty good graphics. Uh, for the most part, it seemed kind of the same game a lot. Uh, the character guys looked just like the character guys from the first one. Um, they, 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 like we mentioned earlier, they had different colored pants. Different colored pants, red and red and red and blue. Bill and Lance, but uh, you yeah, think they ever get their jeans mixed up? Probably. I mean, but who would want to wear red jeans? No, that's like a painting a target on you yeah i mean it's like shoot me now what if one of those aliens were a bull alien i mean he'd run just just run at him i mean what's what's the point i guess with with their super flip jumps maybe it's not a big deal but yeah but you know what and then if you ever play a two-player you notice how like if you walk right up to the other player like the colors kind of flip flip back and forth really fast yeah almost like a weird 3d effect all the time i took those psychotropic drugs yeah yeah that was cool but you know, being from the engineering field, like what's red and red and blue actually make? Is that like purple or something? Um, I think it makes. Uh, I think it's chartreuse. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Chartreuse. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So we, you know, we talked about the top-down levels a little bit. Did you like those better than the the 3D esque? Uh, you know what? I think I was a bigger fan of the the base stages, and I think it's just because uh, they they felt more uh, omnipresent. Or maybe just more over uh, overwhelming. I think the, the 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 base stages. I felt like the enemies were kind of coming at me, and uh, it it just felt more frantic. I guess is the word I'm looking for. Yeah. Everything just seemed a little crazier. I think you, I think you found that word. Yeah, I think I think frantic is, is That's the it. word. I'm, yeah. That's it. And I, I kind of felt like the top-down stages, kind of like I was playing another NES game called, called Guerrilla War. Like, yeah, it did feel like Guerrilla War. And, and you know, there's kind of a... I looked in the manual because we forgot to read it. Uh, in the manual, it actually starts out and says something about... They, they actually call Mad Dog and Scorpion Guerrilla Warriors. Oh, wow. Ooh. I wonder yeah. if that was a nod. I don't know. I, I, I may have seen what they did there. I'm not sure. Mm. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the 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 top down stages it does feel like Guerrilla War or something like Commando uh, or Akari Warriors, but a thousand times better. Yeah, Akari Warriors is just not good. Akari Warriors is like take the top down stages 
uh, Super C and then throw them in a vat of acid. Yeah. And let them soak for about 48 hours. And then that, that, uh, just, that just turns out flush bad. them down a potty. That's and just bad results. Bad results. It's just bad results. And yeah. you won't like you won't like what you get. Yeah. So uh, Patreon listeners, uh, just make sure you never pick that game, please. N- nothing. Well, Kari Warriors 3 is okay, but they took away the guns. And I don't know what that was about. Yeah, I got I, it's weird. I got that Akari Warriors too, and that's just not even that's just not even right. That, I mean, they should just rename that game pulling a Carl because Pull, that's yep. just not right. Pulling an Akari, yeah, I got it. Pulling an Akari, I yeah, got that. That's absolutely right. Super C means Super Carl, so that's right. All right, is Carl with a C or a K? I can't remember. Uh, it's been what? so long ago. It depends ago. Uh, what day of the week it is. It depends. I see what you did there. That's right. Depends. <laughs> you know, if he had depends, he never had to pull Carl. You know what? That's an even bigger truth. Yeah, so you could call him Super C because he'd actually be around. So, so Carl, where it depends, never pull it again. Man, we were just coming up with these fantastic catchphrases like on the fly. Why didn't we think of that when we were kids? He'd never be pulling it. Of course, then we'd never get in the Urban Dictionary and get our fame. I know. Yeah. So. And and then you know we'd never be on the front page of uh, of the internet. That's right, front page. Yeah. Right. Number one. Number one. All right. Here we go from the manual. Don't fire until you see the red of, the, of their eyes. Sipping cold lemonade with a couple of native lovelies, Mad Dog and Scorpion, Gorilla Warriors extraordinaire, relax on a real beach and boast of how they destroyed the vile alien warmonger, Red Falcon. Little do they know that Red Falcon didn't flee with his pointed tail between his legs. Instead, he ta- tacti- tactically yeah, retreated. N- n- nailed it. Yep, re- tactically retreated to round up ruffians of the universe, friends from all walks of war, to mount a second assault on planet Earth. One of these new recruits is Jagged Freud, a demented alien from the black hole galaxy who dishes out punishment with a laser sharp tongue. Red Falcon has also shuddered in the Babalu. Destructoid mechanism. Heck is that? A, a giant alien attack tank, which was the primary weapon used to disintegrate the innocent solar system of Tralala. Tralala. I, I love it. Tralala. Babalu and Tralala. <laughs> Jagger Freud. There's just some names. I, I love it. I, you, get, you see, you gotta love uh, Konami manuals because you, you pick up any Konami instruction manual from the NES days, and from the, you are from in the silver from, boxes. Yeah. Absolutely. Like you, you look at one of them. Uh, you look, pick up Castlevania Three, for instance, and uh, the weapons in that game—they're called Warakaya weapons. Warakaya. Warakaya. Bababaloo. Babalu. Babushka. <laughs> um, so let's see here. Let me keep moving on. Uh, but the genius behind Red Falcon's Earth-conquering concept and his plan to have thousands of intergalactic warriors seep into the brains of the U.S. Army—it's a mind contamination trick which has already taken command of U.S. forces at Fort Firestorm. How do we know that our soldiers have been brainwashed? You can see it in their eyes. Now, if Mad Dog and Scorpion fail to recuperate from their months on the beach in time to destroy Red Falcon's GI fortified hate nest, his sinister scheme will permeate the world's mightiest power, nuclear missile silos included. And if that happens, we'll all be pushing up daisies. Pushing daisies. 
That's absolutely right. Uh, so, Justin, you want to go ahead and uh, read the rest of this paragraph here? Where it says, how to fight for your life? Uh, I can't quite find that now. You know how to read, right? I do. You know how to read <laughs> I do, not, but not uh, Wikipedia. Well, that's the problem. I, well, no, I don't use Wikipedia. I, no, you don't. You use yeah. not Wikipedia. Yeah, why don't you go ahead and read that? Because I think I closed that window. But the genius behind is that what you said? Ah, uh, so how how to fight? You want me to keep reading then? Yeah, go ahead. Because uh, you're so ill prepared. I, yeah, I can't find it. You know, I might just kick you off the show. This might just turn into one dude in a nest. One dude, yeah, I'll, I'm gonna take my controller, roll it up, and go home. Then I'm gonna pull a permanent Carl. That's right, permanent Carl. All right. Yeah, I may never have to hear your mic crackle again. Oh, there it goes. All right, folks. How to fight for your life and everyone else's. Fire! 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 And don't stop firing are the only instructions you need because in this doomsday extravaganza, there's little time for thinking. Killer instinct is all that matters. And if your trigger finger lacks stamina, Earth will lack a future. To begin this all-out mega war, press the start button. Next, press the select button to choose an one commando or two commando contest. If one commando plays, you assume the savage role of Mad Dog with controller number one. If a second commando plays, he or she, yes, this is the 90s. Wait, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm so I'm so confused right now. Uh, if a second commando plays, he or she, yes, this is the 90s, and women make just as tough commandos as guys, will take charge of Scorpion with controller number two. Finally, press the start button again, and it's off to meet Red Falcon or your maker. Man, that's so nice of Konami to think of ladies like that. It is. It's just like them. You know, don't, don't make one of the playable characters a woman, but we'll at least think about them a little bit. That's right. All right, so, you know, there's not too much to this manual, so I'm going to go ahead and move on to the, the power-ups here. Uh, so, at the beginning of your assault on Fort Firestorm, your only hide protection weapon is a rifle. But if you blast away bouncing power-up capsules and stationary pillbox sensors, pillbox sensors, pillbox sensors, <laughs> turn into hawks. Capture these hawks by moving your commando onto them, and your odds of survival will improve a little. Note, each hawk is labeled by a letter referring to the super weapon you'll receive. So the super weapons are similar to the first game, but uh, Justin, you could probably say that uh, some of these weapons are a little bit different. I think we mentioned that there's a machine gun. It yeah. gives you rat-a-tat-tat capabilities. rat fa la 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 The uh, fire uh, power-up in this game is actually much better, in my opinion, than the first one. Because the first one, like, this little circle came out and it was really slow and kind of annoying. And this one, the little fireball comes out and kind of explodes on the ground almost. And, you know, it just, it just feels better. Like, big sens sensation of boom, you know? Kind so, of a warm and fuzzy feeling inside yeah, your chest a little bit. A little bit. It's kind of like you, uh, you know, ate some bad food. You got that indigestion going through your stomach. You know, coming through your intestines and, you know, out the other end. You which, don't know if you're coming or going. That's yeah. Like, but once it comes out the other end, you know, that's where you take over in your new waste management skills. So... Absolutely. Blast processing. Blast processing. But, uh, blast processing. Uh, ah, heck. We I'm can do, have to deal with it. We can do what Genesis does. That's right. Yep. All right. So uh, move on to these weapons here. We got the spread gun, uh, which, uh, you know, we had asked during the Contra episode what everyone's favorite weapon was. And that's like asking, you know, a dog if he likes fire hydrants. And so you, and you know there's those, just no point. And you know those dogs like those fire hydrants. 
Absolutely, because yeah. they spray everywhere. Exactly. Well, there you go. There you go. And that's exactly what spread guns do. Yeah, maybe if we had a fire hydrant when I was a kid, Carl wouldn't be pulling so many of those Carls. I don't know. I keep going back to that, but, you know. I think you need to quit it with the Carl jokes. I do. For, just, just for a little bit. Maybe we should go back to Crab Man. I just like saying yeah. Crab Man. Crab Man. Remember that show, My Name is Earl? Crab Man? Yeah. What's up, Crab Man? What's up, It Earl? was a good show. That was a good show. Hey, Justin. What's up, man? Ah. <laughs> I just felt like saying that. I did too. For old time's sake. What's up, man? All right. Uh, okay, so laser. Incinerates your... What was it? Uh, oh, increases your destructive powers. Oh, I thought you were talking American Gladiators. Laser. Oh, laser. And uh, what were the other characters' names? Like uh, Nitro. Nitro. Steel. Uh, what, what was the other one? Um, Fluttershy. Um, explosion. Uh, let's see. Uh, I don't know. Apple Bottom. Apple Bottom jeans and the boots with the fur. That's right. Okay, cool. I like him apples too. Me too. Yep. All right. So lasers. Uh, weren't lasers were a little different in this game, weren't they? I think so. I usually avoid the lasers when I play Contra. So I well, can't you know what? It's been a little while. I I just know they kind of redesigned some of these weapons. I think the laser is a little different, if I if I recall. Uh, but the flamethrowers is, is a new new deal. Uh, apparently. When you hold the B button down, you get more power. But I don't like using the flamethrower all that much, just because I feel like with the spread, I have more control over the enemies on the screen. Yeah, and I'm actually playing right now, and I've found the laser. And when you, it kind of feels the same as the old Contra, because you can hit it real fast and it doesn't go anywhere. Oh, so it's kind of like a lightsaber. Yeah, yeah. That's how it feels to me. Exactly. You yeah. just walk through the level and do that real fast. Yeah, it's a little rough. I feel like you get a, you get a lot more of those power ups that blow up everyone in the screen though. Seems like that happens about twice a stage. You know, I like I think they made some parts of this game a little easier and yeah. some parts a little harder. Uh, I think they balanced it out a little bit more to where like newcomers. I don't know actually. Now I think about it, it like that first level. It's like it's it is kind of a test of your contra skills. It's like if if you can't dodge uh, projectiles coming on the screen. And then enemies firing at you from all directions, then you're not a, a true Contra player. Because yeah. uh, it, it did kind of feel like they were starting you on level four of Contra one, didn't it? I thought so. Where it was like that's what it really felt like. It felt like, oh man, I'm I'm stuck in the middle of winter again, and uh, there's these explosions kind of falling on the ground. Yeah, like the snow, enemies snowfield. Yeah, yeah, snowfield. Just all these enemies coming every which way, uh, this way, that way, that way, uh, over here, that way. You know that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, that's most of the weapons. Uh, you know, since time is kind of short, we don't want to spend too much time on, on the weapons. But you got rapid fire. Uh, you got, which I talked about earlier, you got barrier, which makes you invincible for a little bit. Uh, you got mega shell, which is what we were talking about, where it just blasts everything the kingdom come. Just my favorite. I think if I could just have a power up that just spammed uh, mega shell, that would be fantastic. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, oh, you know what? There's a cheat code, and it's not even really a cheat code, but it, it tells you right here in the instruction manual. Um, there's a sound select function. So during the title screen, hold down the A and B buttons while pressing the start button, and the sound select mode will appear. Here you can choose a new battle tune by moving the cursor with the control pad and pressing the B button. 
silence the song, press the A button. No, press the start button to return to action. So it was kind of interesting that uh, it was kind of like this in uh, Castlevania 3. What did you think of the music, Justin? I, I really liked it. It uh, didn't have that same catchy f- feel as. M- it wasn't like it wasn't su- like super catchy and direct like the first Contra, but it was still good. Yeah, and the only thing I really didn't like is that when you beat a stage, I kind of wish they would have kept the uh, the original Contra music that no 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 but instead you know they kind of did they did but then they added like this orchestral yeah it's got like a orchestral hit thing in the in the the sample channel I didn't really like that sound effect as much as I did the first one did you know now Justin don't go look this up did you know that the the guy. The, the guy who actually adapted this music. <laughs> and here I said, don't don't go look this up. And I just looked it up. Click, click, click. Click, click, click. Uh, the guy who adapted this music to the NES, Hidinori uh, 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 Mazawa. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's how you pronounce it. I think you did. I think you got it. Yeah, so that, that dude, uh, honorary dude, uh, yeah. he actually when he was porting this music to the the European markets, because, you know, there was a game called Probotector, mm-hmm. and this was Probotector 2, which basically they, they had to uh, change all the sprites to look like robots. Uh, anyway, something to do when, when, when you bring over a game from the NTSC NES over to a PAL NES, for some reason... Uh, the the timing's different in a PAL NES is actually 50 hertz instead of the 60 hertz uh, the NTSC and so the music actually slows down and so the samples actually go out of pitch oh okay yeah so he actually had to go in and uh, he he redid the music for the European version to make sure the wow. pitches were correct okay. so I think that's dedication and I think we should give him the gold medal of freedom oh, okay I think I think an honorary gold medal? Yeah, honorary gold medal. Okay, okay. Redeemable at Toys R Us. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good to me. Um, Anyways, what what were we talking about? Uh, music. Music. Oh, yeah, there's music in this game. Yeah, it's good. It's good. It, you know, it's pretty good. Like, it has some songs kind of... Uh, I've kind of felt like the original Contra is more like a... had an Iron Maiden feel to it a little bit. Okay. Um, kind of like that new wave of British heavy metal where it's just like it's immediately catchy and it's almost it's almost like super condensed progressive rock so I would and I would say that super C is more progressive rock but less of the like the super catchy stuff from the first game yeah and, and maybe it's nostalgia but the first game to me it has some of the best music and of course I love the first game but maybe it's just nostalgia for me. But I, I did enjoy it. Definitely has that Konami sound to it. A lot of the uh, Konami effects you'd hear in other games come about on this one. Yeah, I mean, and Konami was great about that. Just like, oh, we're just gonna throw in these Konami sound effects and everything, and it's gonna yep. be iconic and wonderful. And that's right. You hit that pause button, do 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 do, and uh, it's great. It's perfect. Uh, w- was there anything you didn't like about the sound besides? I think you said when the stage ends, you you weren't too big of a fan of that orchestral hit. Yeah, I think that was really it. I mean, I, I mean, I like the I like the orchestral hits while the main songs are playing, and like you know when they use the drums and things. I, I thought it kind of made it feel a little more full. Yeah, but and, uh, and some of the yeah. some of the gun sound effects are a little different. Uh, they weren't bad, different. It's just again nostalgia. 
I'm so used to that first game. I played the first game so much more, but hearing the gun sounds in the second game, it was like I said, they weren't bad. It's just kind of different. It's like the the difference between a bazooka and a pea shooter. Yeah, 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 something like that. Uh, so one thing we didn't talk about too much was the bosses. Did you notice that, like, in the original Contra, it kind of felt felt like uh, each boss got progressively cooler as you went along. Yeah, yeah, and. Uh, I, or they were different enough and kind of weird. Um, in this game, it felt like the first several bosses were kind of a letdown um, in terms of design. Like, you get to the first boss, and it's literally, it's it's the biggest uh, run-and-gun cop-out ever, which is, and you'll see, see this in a ton of games. You've seen it in Double Dragon 2. You've seen it in, of course, Contra here, uh, Super C. You see it in other games where it's like, we're just going to have a helicopter in the sky, and we're just going to have random dudes jumping out. Yeah. And that's yeah. going to be the first boss. And that was literally the first boss. And it was a little, little underwhelming. I mean, it wasn't. It was still enjoyable going through the game. Don't get me wrong. But then, like, the second boss was, uh, you know, you're, you're on the t- top-down level. And now you're fighting a big tank with, like, three dudes on turrets and, like, a, a laser field thing uh, that could, you know, come by and, and trim you, I guess. Yeah. And, and I, I felt like the bosses were easy for the first few stages. Like, especially that first one you mentioned, if you have the spreader gun to shoot up, you, know, you, you take out those guns in no time. And then if you hit that little yeah. glowing orb, you can pretty much shoot that before anything even jumps out of the helicopter. Oh, before we uh, say anything about a, anything more about a glowing orb, uh, did you see that thing in the onion about Contra? No. Nah. Uh, so there was something in uh, the onion, which is a... A totally legitimate newspaper source uh, okay. that I I read to get all my news. Yeah. Uh, and I, I'm gonna read it right now. So the headline is. Well, let me see where it is. Uh, let's see. I'll find it. Let's see here. I'm never gonna find it. It's never gonna show up. No. Well, anyway, just take my word for it. Over on the onion, uh, there was something about a boss who wants to be. He he, he said he might have to get that uh, huge glowing red spot on his back checked out. No. <laughs> oh. Yeah, because he thinks that uh, that it might be infected because uh, it, it seems to be weak and exposed all the time. Yeah, that's definitely a problem. And you know, you know, it, you as a medical professional. Uh, Justin, you can relate to this, right? Yeah, any red spot needs to be checked by one of them dermatology guys. That's right. Especially if it's on your skin, because uh, dermatologist just, just means something about skin, I believe. So. And no, you I... should get your hemoglobin A1C checked out, right? Yes, right. Okay, absolutely. And, um, you know, back to the game and uh, enemies with glowing red spots on their backs and things. I'm going to kind of move on to the bosses here and, and the levels. Uh, so we get to, like, the jungle level, which I think kind of picks, picks up the pace a bit. Uh, mm-hmm. And, you know, you kind of get faked out a little bit because there's a boss about three-quarters way through the level, and it's that spider boss from the, the cover of the game. You know, you pick up the game, and you're like, oh, there's a spider in this game, like a cyber spider. And uh, you, you get up to this enemy, and... Uh, you know, what's cool is you can actually jump on his back. Oh, is that right? 
Yeah, you can ride them like rodeo. That's right. That's actually my strategy when you, when I play that stage. You yeah, shoot, I, shoot, I, shoot, 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 jump on his back, shoot some more. Absolutely, and then he, he shoots like these three. Uh, I think they're like bubble type deals. Yeah. And then you kind of just dodge him. You duck, and then, I mean, he he's kind of an easy boss actually. He doesn't really do much else. This isn't like Mega Man where like the bosses are, you know, like coke fiends. Yeah. Oh yeah, they are like coke fiends. Crazy. Yep. Uh, but once you beat him, you kind of get through the level, and and you notice how like the level starts to sink. I think there's more like uh, environmental hazards in this game than the first game. Like the the level like starts to literally like sink underground, and so you're not quite sure which parts of the level are gonna sink, and so you kind of gotta jump uh, from platform to platform, uh, and you know just hope that the the ground underneath your feet doesn't sink and you know you fall into uh, never ending nest pit. Yeah, that's right. Doom. And then I believe it's the next stage where you you start off the level kind of normal, and then you have to jump up, and and all the ceilings are falling down on you. You just gotta make oh, sure you, yeah. you shoot, shoot, shoot till they explode. And uh, yeah, yeah that, 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 that's like the, the the green base level, right? Yeah, yeah. So once you get that, once you remember that those ceilings are falling down, you can get through it pretty easily. But every time I play that, I always forget about the ceilings falling down. And it's it's kind of hard to describe the boss that shows up in the green base level. I mean, the best way I can describe it is: imagine you're taking a shower, and instead of water coming out, it's lasers. Oh, that'd be a hard shower to take. Yeah, I think you might get zapped. Probably. That's kind of what this boss is like. It's it's a big giant shower head that shoots lasers. Wow, that's a good description. Yeah, kind of on the nose. Yeah. But, uh, you know, we keep moving on there, um, and uh, we get to kind of like a, it's like the second part of the stage almost. There's like a quick vertical area that's kind of, it kind of reminds me of the waterfall stage for like half a second, and then there's like these enemies with the wings, and, and, and like rocket powers and things, and you, and you get up there, and then uh, it turns into like, you jump on top of these crates, and then uh, this is where the game kind of takes a turn. Here's where it gets a little crazy. Because you notice this is where like the game is like, oh, well, I see. We, you got far enough into the game. Now we're going to throw all the nasty skulls with the blood coming out and uh, everything dripping ooze and pus. And yeah. suddenly we're playing Life Force. Exactly. And that's that's what it feels like. Like The last part of the game is like you're playing Life Force. And that's another one of those Konami games in the silver boxes. Absolutely. Yep. But yeah, I, I, I like that stage. Um, you know, you really don't see that in the first Contra till the end, with the aliens kind of coming out of the ceiling. And so I, I always remember playing that game as a kid. It kind of scared me a little bit. I kind of freak out before I died. But as I got a little older, I got a little less scared. It was okay to play it. But uh, yeah, this one, I'm kind of glad I didn't play this one when I was a kid because it probably would have scared me even more than the first one did. Yeah, and so you got you to gotta fight uh, a big giant skull, skull boss. And then the final stage like it's crazy it's it's a fast descent kind of down the level you kind of got to drop down uh the interior it's like it's almost like you're crawling through an alien's butt that's the only way i can describe it that's probably Uh, a good description yeah so you know you just see all sorts of alien weirdness yeah and uh i wouldn't even want to think about crawling through an alien's butt i know i mean 
Didn't you tell me about uh, a patient you had that's kind of like that one time? Well, yeah, that's why I'm saying I would never want to do that because the whole time I was checking this one patient out, they, again, people trying to stick NES cards where they don't belong. I had to go through there, and it was just it was all I could say. Tell my tell my staff was, man, it looks like an alien's butt up there. I don't want to see that again. So yeah, it's not it's not good. And on that note, uh, man, where do we even go from there? Uh, I don't know. All right, well, we'll just move on here. Uh, so the the final stage uh, is you, you have to, like, shoot these predator-type creatures. Yeah. It's almost like they took Alien versus Predator and made it into a final level. It's like, okay, we got some predator-type creatures and then some alien-type stuff on the ground that you got to shoot. And lots of Rambo influence. Well, lots of Rambo, yeah. Yep. It's it's pretty much Alien versus Predator versus Rambo versus the Terminator. Yeah, maybe some Total Recall in there. I don't know. Total Recall. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Uh, and, and then the final boss is really freaky. It's like this anime female chick uh, with a tusk-looking elephant Titus thing on top of it. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't even know what that is. I don't know either. You know, it. Have have you? Do you remember how to beat this creature? You shoot it a lot. You get lots of power ups and shoot it until it explodes. That's what I did. That's kind of the strategy on every boss, though, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, Not yeah. Get, and don't get hit. Don't jump, get hit. Jump around. Yeah, but actually. Jump around. Jump yeah. around. Jump up and jump down. Everybody jump. But yeah, you, you kind of learn when you play contra a lot how to how to really dodge things. When when you're jumping up in the air, you can. You know, people are a lot better at, at Mega Man than than Contra but you can kind of slightly move yourself when you're jumping and you know don't jump so high you, you kind of have to develop your own style there but that's how I always play Contra and how I always beat it easily that way a lot of uh, a lot of jumping kind of trying to time the attacks things like that so. well you, you remember it's kind of like the five rules of, of dodgeball from the movie dodgeball yeah. which is a, a true underdog story the, the very true underdog story yeah uh Dodge, dip, dive, duck, and dodge. Yeah. If you can dodge a wrench, you, you can, can dodge a ball. ball. That's right. That's never, right. Never heard truer words. Never truer words been spoken. That's right. All right. So I think that about wraps it up for this game. I think, uh, I think we so. probably spent more time talking about it than it takes to actually beat the game. You're probably right. Because uh, I, I watched a speed run where someone beat it in about 20 seconds. Oh, wow. Or maybe that was just a, maybe that was a video I was watching of a monkey eating a banana. I can't remember. It's very similar. I don't. I, I can see where you get that confused. But they look exactly the same. They do. They do because the, the the top of the C on the cartridge looks like a banana, the yellow color. So and that's true. Absolutely. That's true. But if you want to buy this game, I don't. I don't know. I'm looking looking at the, not Wikipedia. Um, it says loose price is twenty two dollars. Complete price is fifty one dollars. So. And you know what? You go on to Amazon, and for some reason, some crazy fool's got it for sale for two hundred bucks. Yeah, they better have some shrink ravage on there if, if I'm gonna buy it that way. But uh, yeah, uh, I think it's worth it. You think it's worth twenty two dollars? You know what? I would pay twenty two dollars for. Well, actually, I would have you pay twenty two dollars to give me a copy of the game. Yeah, like a Patreon pick kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. But it is on. So that. I would take your Patreon money, listeners, and then I would go buy this game because I totally, I totally emulated it. But uh, I know I, I do own it. Shh. Yeah, you got it on. You got it from Pickflick. Yeah. Flick, yeah. Pick, flick a pick. 
No, I rented it from there. Oh, and that's I right. I got it from the Sweetwater flea market. But yeah, I thought you stole it from. Oh, I see what you did. Okay. No. But yeah. I don't steal games, Justin. I'm sorry. That's in the past. That is in the past. Pulling a Michael. But you can buy this on the 3DS eShop. And it's about $5, I believe. It's worth it. Is I have, it in 3D? I, it's not in 3D. Yeah, you know, for some terrible. for some reason, some of the only retro games on the 3DS eShop that are actually in 3D are made from Sega. I don't understand. Uh, it's just crazy. I think Nintendo needs to catch up. They, they might. They might need to. Because it looks like Sega's doing a one-up on them. I know, a one-up, like Mario. That's right. Okay. Yeah. So. uh... Do we have any uh, retrofitted uh, trophies? Yeah, I got. I was some... gonna say achievements, like we were on the Genesis gems or something. Yeah, crazy. that's weird. That, that's, that's just crazy talk. That's weird. I have three. All right, I've got four. Okay, I guess we could take turns. You wanna go first? Sure. Um, let's see. So this first achievement is called "Time Is Running Out," and that's uh, beat the game while you really gotta go pee. Okay. But don't pause the game. Don't pause the game. If you had to go number two, it'd be like pulling a car. That's right. Okay. Um, so my first one is Welcome to the Jungle, and that's making it to the third stage. Oh. And you know what this third stage is called? What's that? Forced. Forced? No, I'm just kidding. It's called Jungle. It looks like Jungle to me. It does. <laughs> All right. So my, uh, my second retrofitted trophy is Hysteria. Hysteria. Yep, and that's uh, avoid every spread power-up and beat the game. Oh, that would be hysteria. That would be mass hysteria because I've never seen anyone do that. I'm sure it's happened. Some people are crazy enough to to go beat Mega Man without getting a single power-up, so it could happen. Yeah. So uh, my second retrofitted retrofitted trophy is actually keeping in the Guns N' Roses theme. uh, Take me down to the Paradise City, and that's uh, beating the game. And uh, when you beat the game, is the grass green and the girls pretty? I wish someone would take me there. But I oh, want you please take me there. Yes. Take it down, 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 take it down, down, down. All right. So my third uh, retrofitted trophy achievement <laughs> is uh, madness, which is beat the game without getting hit because that's sheer madness. Oh wow. So, yeah. Is that all you have to say, Justin? Oh, oh wow! Oh wow! Yeah, the words can't explain that because it kind of falls in line with my third and final retrofitted trophy, mm. and that's uh, all we need is just a little patience, and that's beating the game without dying. Because right. it, it, it takes a lot of patience to get there, and a lot of whistling. Remember that song that all that whistling on that song? So that's right. You know what? And it takes a lot of patience to to do this podcast with you. It does. Yeah, it totally does. So my, my fourth and final fitted trophy. <laughs> Sorry, my fourth and final uh, fitted trophy retro achievement is uh, feeling good. And that's beating the game on two player without beating your friend to death. No. Yeah. And so that's like two achievements in one, actually. Two for one, dude. That's right. Because I think if I ever played this game with you, I'd probably kill you on accident. That would be hard. I it, it, it might just happen. It would definitely, most definitely happen. Might might most definitely happen. 
He definitely, most definitely might. It's <laughs> a lot of words. Well, people do. <laughs> well, people do call me a wordsmith, so <laughs> kind of got away with words. Isn't that your mom's maiden name, Smith? I mean, that'd make a lot of sense. Yeah. Okay. Michael Smith. Michael Smith. All right. Okay, that's my mother's maiden name, not my maiden not name. Not here, yeah. I don't have a maiden name. Have a maiden name. Maiden name. No, I just sound like that guy from the 70s show. I don't think we talk about that here. No, we don't. All right. So I hate him. So game rating. All right, let's talk about game ratings. Yeah. So I'm, I'm kind of jumping the gun here. You're, you're usually the one that announces the next segment. You know what? I'm going to let you take this one because you seem oh. like you know what you're doing. All right, all right. Which only happens about half the time. All right, so uh, we're going to relate this game rating to your favorite Genesis Gems host. How about that? Okay. And, I'll, I'm, and I'm going to go with Nick Stevens. And the reason I'm going with Nick Stevens is because Nick Nick's he's a reliable guy. Kind of like this game. It's a reliable game. It's uh, it's very fluid. Nick, Nick seems like a pretty fluid guy. And uh, yeah, it's fun. Nick seems like a fun guy. It's it's it's. I don't think it's as fun as the first one. So, you know, playing it safe. Nick kind of plays it safe. He doesn't take risks. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to have to go with the Nick Stevens game rating. I'm going to have to go ahead and go with uh, – I'm going to go with Aaron Hickman because uh, he's oh, a stand-up good guy. Good choice. And uh, he, he fills you up and never lets you down. Okay. Kind of like a tool. <laughs> like a tool. I meant like a tall glass of uh, – uh, Kool-Aid. Kool-Aid, yeah. I'm just putting words. Just putting words in your mouth. It's crazy. Just putting them right in my mouth. Uh, I guess so. Yeah. So we we got this thing called D patters. Oh yeah, we do have D patters. Man, I, who runs this show? D patter for life. D patters for life, and we have honorary dudes, and then we have uh, people who just kind of show up on our Facebook page, and, yeah. and we can't get them to go away. So. That's right. But we love you guys, so it's, it's all good. We do. We do. Uh, so I asked, uh, we're covering Super C. What are everyone's thoughts on this game? Is, and, this, uh, is this where I usually talk about this stuff? You know what? I can't remember. I can't remember our last I episode. Man, I can't remember last week. No, I can't either. I've been doing so much studying yeah. to become the best waste extractioneer in the world. Uh but you know what? Why don't uh, I've got it pulled up? Do you have it pulled up, Justin? Yeah, we can take turns or something. We take turns. How about uh, we just go, uh, eeny meeny miny mo? We'll catch that tiger by its toe. That's right. All right. All right. I'll go first, and you go second. Okay. All right. Peter Guzman says, "One of my top ten NES games." Nice, nice, Peter. So uh, Greg Polander says, "Hall of Fame game for sure." Contra was amazing, but Super C topped that. It took everything Contra did right and improved on it, and made good changes from the original arcade version. Great graphics for the time, amazing soundtrack, fun and furious single and double player play, and still a lot of fun to play today. I can still one life the whole game. All right, Greg, we'll, we'll believe it when we see it. Yes. All right, unless you've got a YouTube video of it. Yeah, we'd like to see that. Come on, man. Come on. Is it true? Come on. Come on. All right, Joe Koppel. Definitely a must-have. I enjoyed the sequel as much as I enjoyed the original. Nice, Joe. You're a good man. You're a good man. So, apparently this Aaron Hickman guy thinks we asked him a question, but we'll, we'll read it anyways. Uh, Aaron Hickman said, Super C is awesome. 
The top-down levels were actually a nice change of pace and just more fun than the base stages of Contra. What is he smoking? That's I don't just know. ridiculous. He got, crazy. he got four thumbs up for that. One of likes on Facebook. I'd give him four thumbs down if I nah, could. But I've only got two thumbs. Yeah, because you can't. Yeah, you can't do four with two thumbs. That's just crazy. Yeah. Okay. I could do my. Maybe I could do my two, two toes up. Two toes, yeah. Two toes down, and two thumbs down. I yeah, do that. Once I got into medical school, we had to start using calculators. Couldn't use my my feet to count anymore. Because it's. I mean, you know. You, you gotta start using every appendage and every digit you got. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Anthony Pig said, Great game, very hard, but good nonetheless. He could be talking about any game. Is he, are we sure he's talking about Super C? I'm not sure. If it was a Patreon pick, maybe. He, I mean, he might be talking about Where's Waldo, for all I know. That's true. Can't find him. Where's he at? <laughs> That's right. right. Uh, Trevor Tre- Franklin, go for it. Trevor Franklin says, Oh, yeah, finally one I grew up with. My brother and I always play two players, which may be why we never saw past third level. Uh, Joey Awajani. Sorry, I can't pronounce his name. Joey Awajani. Um, another great edition of the Contra titles. Good. Tommy Rudd says Mega Man versus Super C when it comes to difficulty. Just don't know. Laugh out loud. I'm going to ask him if he actually laughed out loud when he wrote that. I bet he did. He wouldn't I bet he did. He wouldn't wrote it if he didn't. No, nah, I wouldn't have wrote it. That's right. Okay, Douglas Delecky Jr. says, I'm going to disagree with a few others Ooh. and say not as good as the original, but still a must-have excellent game. Oops, they're fighting words. Fighting words. Uh-oh. Let's see now. Andy Lewis says, nope, couldn't get past the first pit, let alone this level. Let alone the first level. Throw it in the pit, he says. I mean, he thinks oh, it's garbage. Poor Andy. Yep. Well, you know what? We'll have to give him that 10 life code. That's right. And a pat on the back. Right, left, Tom down, Miller, up, baby. That's right. Tom Miller says, loved it. I never played it when I was a kid, but I got when I picked up a NES as an adult and had a great time. Don't think I got more than about halfway through it, though. Hmm. All right. Well, Tom, you know, Sometimes, uh, you know, we get through life, we get halfway through and we stop, but we can yeah. pick it up again. That's right. Yeah. Dust yourself off and try it again. That's right. So, uh, Mike Campana, if I said that right, never got the respect it deserved. Both NES and arcade, both fantastic. All right. Mike Vito, Vito. says, I remember when I got this game, first thing I tried was the Konami code. Was severely disappointed at first, but then found out how good the game was. And then Greg Polander replied, I'm sure you found the extra man code for this game later, right? Mike says, yes, but way later. Pre-internet days were so horrible. We had to go outside and play on trees and play tag. It was terrible. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, that was me talking. I'm sorry. (laughs) Um, Greg said, huh, I got it from Nintendo Power. So, uh, you know, Greg apparently knows what's what. Uh, so let's talk about Umberto Montoya. Ooh, go ahead. One of my absolute favorites ever. I have nothing negative to say about this game. Oh, thanks, Umberto. Yes. Um, you know what? I'm going to read this one. Right. This is perfect. Uh, Nick Nick Stevens. Uh, so Ooh. good. Uh, I got to make sure I'm wearing my accent again. 
Uh, so good. I wasn't a big fan of the top-down levels at first, but I eventually started to tolerate them. Well, you know what, Nick Stevens? I eventually started to tolerate you. <laughs> what a weirdo. What a weirdo. Yeah. Uh, Anthony Pig. The gym jerks are covering hard corpse now. What? Oh, they ripped us Man, off. Man, that's just... Oh, Can you believe terrible. that? Can you believe that? What are, they trying to, what, what are they trying to prove over there? Yeah, what are those jerks trying to do? I don't know. And there's all kinds of comments under there. Just, just, uh... Yeah. And then, uh... Gabe Van Glider... Uh, says, I got a funny story about this game when I was a sophomore in high school. I was working on this huge project for history, and it was on Cleopatra. As much as I was interested in the subject, I wasn't good at putting the report together, but I gathered all the info my dad was helping me with, but I finally gave up on it. It's not like I was going to be God's gift to the world. And do, and do a, I can't even finish this. I'm sorry, Gabe. Uh, I finally gave up on it. It's not like I was going to be God's gift to the world. I'd do anything amazing with my life, let alone, and my brother work on it when I took on the real troubles of the world, killing the Queen Mother Alien and Super C. I eventually beat that day. LOL. Awesome, Gabe. We salute you. And then Peter said, I hope you your project got a super A. Well, that's awesome. So let's go ahead and move on here. Uh, what did Mark Scott Jr. say? Mark Scott Jr. said, I recently just picked this up, actually, from a garage sale. Perfect timing. Mike Graham. And that was his quest to find the cart. It was. And he didn't have to talk to Willy Wonka to get it. That's right. Uh, Mike Graham said, I love this game. I like it better than Contra. One of the rare cases that the sequel surpasses the original. Uh, I don't know, man. Uh, Donkey Kong Jr. I mean, that's obviously a better game than Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong, yeah. Yeah. Donkey Kong is kind of weak. Yeah. How about um, River Raid 2? I think that's way better than River Raid. River, or how about... Uh, uh, I love River Raid there. Yeah, R- River Raid 2 is the best, though. Um, how about... Oh, I know. Um, that one game. Oh, Cheetah Men 2. Cheetah Men, yeah. Yeah, Cheetah Men 2 is just a much better... Yeah, it's a much better game. Uh, okay, so I'll keep going here. Uh, Ivan Kiproth Jocelyn... A yeah. thinking man's game. The perfect complement to a Beethoven symphony in a glass of Sauvignon Blanc mm-hmm. as one pursuits spiritual alignment through contemplative retrospection. I think he is trying to pull one over on us because obviously this is a game you play with a Bud Light in your hand and, <laughs> uh, well, you know, at your side, I guess. Yeah. And, uh, you know, a bunch of chicken wings. Chicken wings it's, good. It's not something that you you really need to think too hard about. Corn dog, mustard, yeah. Yeah, corn dog and mustard. Uh, and then Derek uh, Fletchall, what did he say? He said, hadn't pulled this one out in a long time. It's much harder than I remember, although I don't have it memorized like the original Contra, so it might be on par. The top-down levels were different, and while I like them, I think the base levels in the first game are more fun. Overall, I feel this game is a small step below the first one but still one of the best games the system has to offer and a must-have, especially for the price. He thinks it's a gem, I think. He does. Yep, yep, yep. But uh, do you think this game's better than Contra Force? Ooh, I don't know, man. That's kind of tough. That's a hard one. Join us uh, another episode when we cover the uh, Mad Dog of the Contra series. That's right. Patreon pick. Patreon pick. Make it happen, folks. That's right. All right, so did we have any... You know what? If we had any voicemail here, 
then I will post it. So if yeah. not, then we'll move on. That's right. That's right. All right. Hey, Justin, where can you find us? Uh, we're on the internet. We're on uh, the internet. Yep. You type in two dudes, as I'm doing right now. Wait, no, maybe two dudes and a Ness. Does it take two dudes to get to our website? So it probably does. Um, Nintendo, NintendoDudes.com. That looks like one. Okay. Is that yeah? That's us. Um, D Patter for life. L Y F. Uh, Patreon.com slash NES dudes. Uh, Facebook.com slash NES dudes. I think our group page. Let me just find that real quick. I think we've got a uh, group got... page. Yeah, groups. Facebook.com slash groups slash yep. two dudes and NS. That's one. That's yep. we got. We got a lot of members on there. Go check that out. And then uh, we also got a we got a tweeter. A tweeter. Yeah, hey, we got a tweeter. I thought that was the name of your dog. <laughs> oh yeah, that's the name of my dog too. Yeah, tweeter dog. <laughs> Which is uh, what is that? Twitter dot two dudes or something? Yeah, Twitter. And uh, if you go over to our uh, Twitter page, it's actually I'll tell you right now because I I totally forgot and I'm the one who set it up. Yeah, two at at nes what underscore dudes. I, am. I found it at nes underscore dudes. Yeah, it's yeah. nes underscore dudes. Uh, on, on the tweeters on yeah. Twitter and it looks like there's a sign up going on for the 2016 Two Dudes Junk Box so go sign up for that and get some get some Nintendo junk yeah man you could get a copy of uh, Urban Champion or maybe a copy of uh, LGN S- MLB Baseball yeah, yeah. Silent Service Silent uh, Service yeah Mario. I mean that's one of the most sought after games yeah obviously absolutely that's one of my personal favorites and then you could also get a copy of uh I don't know. What's another great game that nobody has? Um, Mario Duck Hunt. Yeah, Mario and Duck Hunt. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's another classic. Or maybe... Uh, you said Urban Champion, right? Urban Champion. I, I know we kind of slagged off Akari Warriors a bit earlier, but Akari Warriors is the first one. I think should go in that box. Okay. Is that your guitar? Actually, something else. I don't know where I'm at. Is, Justin, is that your medical equipment? I think it is. X-ray machines and, and uh, stethoscopes and stuff like that. Okay. Okay. I'm just making sure. Yeah, sorry about that. If it's for science, then I understand. That's probably my dog or my cat or something in the background. I don't know. Parting, right? Yeah. Static, static. Dog just... <laughs> yeah. That will happen. Pull Carl. Absolutely. Oh, now I'm turning on stuff. Oops. You know what? Is, is this the two dudes in the nest podcast or is this the... Justin's just going to put something in the microwave for about two minutes podcast. That'll work, too. Okay. Yep, yep. I'm just making sure. Just <laughs> All right, man. Keep us in line. All right, man. All right, man. Well, here we're going to go ahead and play the music from our next game, and uh, we shall bid you adieu, fine folks. Bid you adieu. adieu. All right. Take care.